0: Big market gets the big names. An honorable mention, just like the taunting penalty in general, because it's so bad. The one time I want them to lose, of course they do well. What the hell
1: just happened?
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Turtles podcast. I am your host, Jonas Evans, alongside Nathan Schwartz, Brandon Schwartzberg, and Duncan as always, being as far away from the phone as possible when you introduce yourself, Duncan. Uh, all right, we have we had a great Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. The Bengals lose, as Brent and I were very excited when that happened, to the Rams' final score.
2: Was... 23-20 in favor of the hometown Los Angeles Rams. It was a fantastic game. The, the majority of us think that way. There is one person that thinks there's... There was some problems with the game, but... Would you like to
0: comment on those, Duncan? you want me to go into it now? Yeah, please. Right, right off so the bat, we, let's do
3: it. You know, so we uh kind of, I'll agree, there were some good moments. I think, I forget who I was talking to you about this today. When it was, it was good, it was really good, but when it was bad, I think it was seven straight punts in the second half. Um, You know, obviously the Bengals had one quote-unquote good offensive play basically the entire second half, which really should never have even happened, the, Um Kind of obvious face mask and offensive pass interference that was missed, and they kind of did nothing after that. The Rams were able to put together two pretty nice drives. Obviously, the last drive of the game was really exciting. I wasn't, didn't think the first half was as entertaining as um, everybody else seems to have. Mm-hmm. I think f- for the teams, as, it, it's hard though when we talk about how good the divisional and conference championships were. Kind of realistically, the Super Bowl was not going to be able to live up to that, and I know some people think it did. I just kind of was hoping for, um, A little bit more. I don't have any issues even with how kind of relatively low scoring it was. It just felt there never seemed to be any real rhythm going for one team or the other, and it was just kind of it felt it felt like it went by really fast. Sitting there watching it, like there wasn't much time where I was like felt like I was really kind of caught up in the action. Except for for that last drive,
0: I actually understand what you're saying because objectively, if you look at it like as a football game, it wasn't the best game ever. Like if you were watching that like week four a Sunday night football, you actually probably didn't think that it was like the best game, but. Mm The Bengals had a uh, drive to win the game, so that's always good for if you consider a game good or not. But I think the other thing is the fact that it, like, is the Super Bowl, so you don't necessarily always exactly. need to be explosive. Yeah, the storylines definitely,
3: when you look at Aaron Donald, um, people talking about his retirement, him coming up there yeah. kind of massive. You talk about Odo Beckham getting his ring despite everything that happened. Um, you know, it was it was a good game for storylines. Uh, actual quality football, I think there
1: was some questions you know matt stafford really did not look good for them except for that really one care. throw yeah going going back to what you said about it kind of like flying by i think that also has to do with the fact that there were barely barely any penalties called by the officials like during obviously until was, obviously like, critical until moments yeah and, i mean those were penalties yeah
0: they were penalties
1: yeah but that also like they let the players play a lot which is also why i kind of flew by i don't know i really enjoyed the first half i kind of thought and even like when it was just like non stop punting in like the middle of the third to the beginning of the fourth, I still found it kind of interesting just because like it was turning into a chess match, like field position battle, like yeah. I found I found it very like fun. It was one of my favorite Super Bowls to date. Kinda of going I'll kinda
3: of touch back to the face, you know. We talked about how bad that missed um face mask and offensive pass interference was. I really do not think of all the plays, you know, I was texting all about it. Of all the plays, even on that Rams drive to win the game, there was, like, I felt like there was more significant holding calls that they missed than the one that they decided to call, which, granted, who knows how it would have changed the outcome of the game. But I felt like that was a weird spot for the refs to die on that um, holding hill. I forget who the linebacker was that... Um, Logan, Wilson. Logan Wilson. Yeah, I, but... It, it it didn't, of all the plays that they could have thrown a flag that drive, I felt like that was a weird one for them to finally do. When Brandon just talks about, they kind of kept the flags in their pockets for most of the game, which I think the majority of football fans would. Um, yeah, support.
0: it was a pretty crucial I, play too. Third I, down would have forced a yeah, fourth. I throw.
1: think it was one of those where you understand if it's called and understand if it's not called. It's like I, I get that. I just it wasn't
3: consistent with the way they had yeah. called the rest of the game. Really but
1: all issue. the calls that they didn't make, by law, they were penalties. Mm-hmm. So, again, you can't get, like, overly upset that they made him. Yeah. But they were, a few of them, a little ticky-tacky. So, I mean, again, if they call it, you understand. If they don't, yeah. you understand. The interesting
0: one, too, about the Logan Wilson one is the fact that I think well, Cooper Cup definitely it, – it's a it's the right call because Cooper Cup had leverage on him. Like, Wilson was going the other way, and like, as Cup was on the break. And then Wilson pulls him so that he doesn't lose him. But the thing was, like, Stafford's throw was not good because Cup was, like – Cup should have been farther ahead of Wilson and it still kind of ended up behind him. So, had he had Wilson not touched him it would have almost maybe possibly been an interception just because of how not great of a throw it was. Which I kind of talking about throws in general. I'm kind of interested to see what you guys thought of like how both quarterbacks played in general. Um not, you know, kind of moving up into the playoffs and the Super Bowl at at the peak how they played. Yeah, so I'll I'll just start with Matthew Stafford. I think he did relatively well. I
2: think you could tell the The stakes were a little high. Like He had never been in that high of a game before, never went to a national championship in college, Mm -hmm. never made it to a conference championship up until a couple weeks ago. And so I think there was some jitters definitely on both sides. Stafford, kind of in the first half, was more calm than Burrow. Um, But the one interception he threw at the end of the first half was costly because then the Bengals come out of the second half, get all that momentum, and not let alone the... Stafford threw
1: the interception. Granted. That was the
0: one that bounced off. Was that who is? I no. don't even know how to the say the one in his his the name, first
1: but. half was just Tavon Bell in the end zone. Yeah, the one in the first half was Stafford's
2: fault. That was a bad decision, yeah, it and really it was Jesse. Decision. It was Jesse Bates, not Von Bell. Sorry, i um, Oh right, I remember. Yeah, they is, were in field goal he range. Forced it. He forced it. I think it was Jefferson in the corner of the end zone when they were in field goal range, like yeah. you said. And so it would have been sixteen ten pending that game makes the field goal, but instead Bengals run out the clock, and they call it a half. Uh, But second half, I think Stafford did relatively well, especially in the fourth quarter, leading, leading that drive. That's what quarterbacks need to be made of, right? They need to be able to lead their team yeah. down in crunch time to those game-winning drives, and that's what Stafford did. So you can't really yeah. discredit him for anything he did in the first 55 minutes of the game when he did in the last five minutes is what matters. He, I will yeah.
3: say, though, I had to use it, throw the from lucky round, though, but like the Bengals very easily could have blown that game open with the second interception he threw. Um. Yeah, at the start of the second half. Like he, they were very fortunate that the Bengals were not able to um
0: capitalize. Because like, yeah. I remember that was a, I remember momentum was shifting. Because wasn't that right after the that was touchdown? Was literally well, the, touchdown. the play yeah, after was, the touchdown. Yeah, it was it was off, two like yeah. two up, huge yeah. plays for yeah. the Bengals. But I think. Well, I mean, you have to give so much credit to the Rams defense. Because actually, mm. what, like you said before, I don't really think the Bengals played that great greater of an offensive game. in like yeah. in general, I, I really think they got lucky with their their lone.
1: Like big play was that T Higgins touchdown, was which was a- I mean very entertaining, yeah. and but very... it should it should have been a penalty. And yeah. so going back to um, Stafford, I mean the interception in the second half that was not really his fault. I mean that's their fourth string fifth, uh, fifth, at least. fifth yeah. string receiver. I mean he barely gets any playing time. So and then that he just like it seems like he just is a great quarterback when you need that one drive yeah. online. That that no look pass on that incredible uh, on that drive that Got was, that was incredible run. and then obviously he he did not learn from Pete Carroll that you're not supposed to throw the ball at the one yard line no offense Duncan, sorry but uh, when it's Eli Apple out there and Cooper Cup as a receiver I think it's okay yeah one thing that we haven't touched on yet uh, we mentioned the fifth string wide yeah. receiver
2: he was also without Tyler Higby. The backup tight end, Kendall Blanton, went out early in the first half. So it was their third-string tight end, and then after the Beckham injury, which we'll get into in a little bit, they were down to Cup, Jefferson, their third-string tight end, and then this random guy that we have never heard of before as weapons. Not to mention, the Rams were averaging less than two yards per carry in the run game. So it was all on Stafford. Yeah. Throughout most of that game, which I think is why their offense went into a bit of a stalemate, because Cincinnati was able to make adjustments to the passing game. They were already stopping the run game, so Stafford really, they had to be, get creative, and then that's when, you know, he pulls out these no-look passes. They pull out the play-action fakes. They decide to target these certain players, yeah. and that's what we saw in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, when Odell was out there, like, Stafford started the game hot. Like, he was dealing, and then he was carving up the Bengals' zone, and then once Odell goes out, The Bengals, DC. I forgot his name, but credit to him, he saw that they're down to just cup Van Jefferson and basically
3: no No one else. else. Yeah, and so they went fair. That's still not like he was working with like poverty receivers. I think in the the biggest
0: stage, like with all of it on the line, you literally saw it with the the second interception. Like those guys weren't ready for that moment. So the Bengals
1: switched to man defense, and that. Flustered Stafford You could clearly tell It, it took him some time To figure it I mean it was a really smart move Because yeah. you basically Are relying on Van Jefferson But Jepperson then or on The final hours. drive When it mattered You saw Stafford Went to Cup Every single time Because you go to Your best player When it matters yeah. Except for that
3: one play Where Cup Tried to go to Stafford Which was just yeah. The worst play call Of the
2: night
1: yeah, we, And it was a, It
0: was a really bad Brandon play Brandon
2: actually mentioned A good point to me Last night While we were watching this That play probably Was originally designed For Odell Beckham Yeah but then they had oh. Cup practice it not, with possibly this scenario that Beckham were to get Hurt. Beckham would have definitely nailed yeah, that Yeah, we've throw seen
1: too. like I was saying, we've seen Beckham make like very, very good throws like that, that. was most definitely a play designed with OBJ. But, and then McVeigh felt that Cup could do it. Obviously, he couldn't. Yeah. But so, I mean, also
0: yeah. also just quickly speaking of out of position uh, throws, Joe Mixon's throw was awesome, and I think. That's another element of the game. I feel like if you just talk about um, just moments that make a Super Bowl entertaining, I think just Joe Mixon's touchdown, I remember watching that saying like, I know this is going to be a, a great a great Super Bowl because it 's already had like those moments it 's not like one of those stalemate games where both offenses just aren 't ready for it and it just kind of becomes a, like a punch show, which it still kind of was but when it was exciting it was real like it was awesome yeah. I think the fact that it 's the Super Bowl and you spend like a majority of the time like with pe- with a larger group of people than usual and it 's kind of more of a social event like The exciting moments still get you, but then when it's kind of a dull, you don't necessarily need it to be an an entertaining game always, because you're kind of like with a lot of people. Like we were. Like we were all... Yeah, I mean,
1: going back to that mix and touchdown, so that was the Bengals' first touchdown of the game, and then the second, the only other one was the T Higgins' touchdown. So, I mean, (laughs) their offense really did not move the ball well. They did a good job containing the Rams' D-line in the first half, but then... In the second, Aaron Donald and Von Miller and crew just took over. I mean, Burrow had no time at all, Yeah. and it was just nonstop pressure. And I, I think that was the biggest difference of the game, the Rams D-line in the second half. Absolutely. I think this is a good time to transition from Stafford into Burrow and how Burrow played. I already mentioned this
2: a little bit, but Burrow in the first half definitely was feeling the, the jitter. Yeah, right? could, you could tell something's off with that Bengals offense in the first half of the game. Uh, they picked it up a little bit. They got that drive with the mix and touchdown, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. But then they get the uh, no-call, face mask, offensive pass interference, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they get the interception. They get that field goal. And then they go silent the rest of the game. Yeah. And honestly, it's not Joe Burrow's fault at all. I think he did the best with what he had available to him. But when you get sacked... I think it was it was seven. It times. was seven times. If Donald would have, if Burrow didn't fling it on it the last play, eight. it would a rec- a super super have been the record. record? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they he tied t- the record. Tied the record for most sacks given up in a Super Bowl, and you just can't expect a team to win when you give what up that seven get? sacks in the biggest game of the year. And it's not like they haven't seen. We haven't seen them do that before. They give up nine sacks. In the divisional round game. Burrow, so that wasn't even their worst performance of the playoffs. Right. And the fact that they even got there, I think, tells you how well Burrow has been doing. And honestly, he didn't have that bad of a game last night other than that
1: jittery first quarter. Burrow was sacked over 70 times this season, which... He was the number if, one sack. If this, this doesn't Burrow. change, I know... Most, if not all of us, agree this is going to be an Andrew Luck 2.0 situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that th- that's just not something a quarterback t- can deal with. And we saw that Burrow was limping in that fourth quarter. He was getting had the, had the hit really horrible, and so yeah. we don't know what happened with him. We probably will know in a few months. I mean, the, if he has surgery or whatnot, but if he does, I mean, that's back to back years with surgery, and that'll that'll that's a serious concern. I would say.
0: Right, I think that, uh, I, talking about Andrew Luck, I mean, he's a very s- similar thing. I, I think in terms of the pressures and just taking care of your quarterback, just invest in the offensive line. That was kind of the big issue that a, a lot of people pointed to with the Bengals. They decide to draft Chase over any of the offensive linemen, which I think yeah. still ended up being the right move because I don't think Pene Sewell takes you to yeah. the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but Jamar yeah, Chase so, yeah, definitely go, did. One
1: quick thing, while you, I just find it funny that meme on Twitter of, it's the Burrow and then For the O-line, it's like... Anyone else. And it's just, like, the whole season, like, they've proven that, like, not to be the case. Like, they can start with Chase. It was the right pick, but then just, like, the biggest moment of the game, that meme comes to fruition. I just find that funny.
0: Yeah, and, and I just... I think I've always had this belief, and even though some things go the other way, and maybe the Bengals win this game anyway, but I think... You have to dominate the trenches to win the Super Bowl. I just think that's we've seen it's that it's a line of scrimmage game. Yeah, it, like what we saw last year, Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think arguably, where if you take out the the trenches, Mahomes and the Chiefs were way better than the mm-hmm. the Bucks. I, I and Brady didn't even play that well in that Super Bowl, but it was the fact that Mahomes had no time, and he literally had to be throwing had 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 to be throwing at his receivers with all the pressure in the world. That made a huge difference, and we've mm-hmm. seen it in past games too. And we saw it, that's. It's how lamar went out because he got too too many pressures it's you know like defensive lines dominate these kind of games and with how well i also shout out von miller who played like mm-hmm. a, a really good game i believe he's the f- first player in nfl history to have multiple sacks for
1: two different teams in a super bowl yeah and so i the Bengals did a great job reconstructing their defense the past two off seasons going in the draft, and then obviously yeah. in free agency. And Hendrickson was an yeah, all-time now star. Now they need to pivot that towards the O-line. I think they need to have three picks in the draft be O-linemen and at least a signing in free agency. Because if you do that, then they have a very complete team.
0: I think the one big thing about keeping that complete team is re-signing Jesse Bates, which... Yeah will be interesting because a lot of teams need a free safety, and he's and, really, really good. And so. while Joe Burrow
1: is on his rookie contract, yeah. sign O-Lyman while you have the money. Yeah, so kind of speaking of the
3: trenches stuff, I think it's worth noting how just – this is kind of one of my bigger issues with the game is just how bad both teams' run games really were. Mixon was able to get it a little, going a little bit in the third and fourth quarter, but yeah. like Rams, I think maybe it was you that said it, Brandon, it was like two, two yards per carry, and that seemed mm-hmm. generous. I mean, yeah. it was just kind of – it was, I don't think I've ever seen a team win a Super Bowl like that and just not be able to run the football, like, at all, hardly. Which is just, I mean, it's kind of what they've been like this whole season. I just think it's really, um, you want to talk about dominating the trenches, which obviously their defensive line was insane. But offensively, I don't feel like um, the Rams did anything really kind of spectacular on the ground, at least. No, I
1: mean, even pass blocking, like, Stafford was under pressure, like, he yeah. did... Not lot. to the Burrow level, but yeah, still, but I he mean, was Because I know, I was mentioning this a couple times while, while we were watching. I mean, he kept getting, like, pressured pretty quickly. And then they went, I distinctly remember, because they went empty. I think it was the third down, midway, end of the third quarter. And I, I, I remember saying, why would they go empty when they've been getting pressured quickly the past two yeah. plays? This is going to be a sack. And it w- was just that. It was a sack, like, rapid. Like, both lines did not play well. Like I think both teams need to invest in the offseason. I also there.
0: think one of the really funny parts of the everything in terms of pressures was the Rams at one point. Uh, Chris Collinsworth was showing how they literally were bringing pressure straight at the running back, straight at Mixon, and just mm-hmm. being like, "I we think that we can cover for long enough where the linebacker will just run the running back over and then get to the quarterback." And that actually happened multiple times. So I thought that was really funny, and uh, I like I, I just I think. The Bengals, they earned their spot. They earned what they had, but they just didn't, like, the offensive line just wasn't there. And you just can't, I, what what I wanted to say was to you, like, it makes sense that they made both these quarterbacks throw, because Stafford wasn't. 100% ready for this moment mm-hmm. and Burrow wasn't either and I think like running backs aren't necessarily like a as much of a position where like the jitters are going to get to you because yeah. they just kind of run, run in holes I don't think it's like a yeah. meaningless position I just don't, don't think like Joe Mixon is going to be as nervous and that's going to be I, like revealing
1: I think that if the Bengals don't address their O-line this is going to be a Dan Marino 2.0 situation yeah, where, yeah I, was, I mean he got there very early in his career you think oh okay he's here now, he's going to be here in a couple of years, no matter what. And then he never made it back. I, I mean, 100% agree with
3: that. Like, I would not be... I thought on Twitter, someone was talking about it, like... This is going to be Joe Burrow's one only Super Bowl appearance. And I... As much as I love him, I kind of... I agree that unless... I I just don't have the confidence that It's tough. tough. Also, also the, the, Super a- Bowl the AFC is tough. very tough. Specifically got the AFC Chiefs, goals,
1: Chargers, Ravens, Browns, Bittles. Steelers, Colts, Bills, Patriots... Like, there are a lot of good teams with a lot of good young quarterbacks... A in lot of that, things that had to go right for yeah. him to get here in the first exactly. place, yeah. and
3: I don't think they have the talent and and
1: team building and to get back. Coaching, here. I think Zach right, Taylor sure. showed he is not a fantastic head coach. When you have Joe Mixon on the sideline on third and one and fourth and one, the biggest two plays of your season, that I think that's inexcusable. There's, that was just strange to me. There's, there's no, no reason. reason. It was just weird. Zach, that's Zach Taylor's job to make sure he knows the players out there. Joe Mixon, uh. Guy who ran for over a thousand yards this season, and who uh, caught probably like three hundred. I don't know, off the top of my head. But he he was he's a good receiving back. Like right, absolutely. There's
0: no reason he should not have been on the field. I think, in a, I'll get to you in a second. I just want to say like the Mixon thing. Yes, it doesn't make sense. I agree. I would have Mixon out. I think is like I and that's kind of revealing of the, just how he's not like like a high level head coach yeah. because i know they were putting Pirine in for a lot of their like receiving plays mm-hmm. and sure like yes you're probably going to yeah. throw the ball there but it's like mixon can catch yeah. the ball and, and if you need someone to break a tackle it's yeah. obviously going to be him because
1: we saw on the third and one Pirine it looked like he clearly had the first down and donald literally just basically threw him back yeah that was crazy that was yeah. actually crazy
2: yeah i just wanted to add the blueprint is there for teams not to get back uh, you just go back to, like, the Giants in 2011. That was their last Super Bowl appearance when everybody thought they were in St. Baltimore. Even though they won, like, the Giants and the Ravens both won those years. Ravens
0: haven't been back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was more of, like, a... I don't think the Ravens are as much of, like, that kind of thing. But, like, like the Seahawks kind yeah, of. I, I mean, Seahawks kind of,
2: Atlanta... Eagles yeah, and, it, and, yeah, and I, I never, never went back The Eagles even though they won never made it
3: a team but the Patriots now though.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Well right like, you need it exactly all, like you need
1: either the, the turnover in this league is crazy. You need either the best head coach and the best quarterback of all time or you need possibly the best talent of all time Patrick Mahomes. Right, like, and
0: with Mahomes being there, he's still going to be the favorite every single year yeah. to go there. So it's like not only Burrow is going to have to continuously keep beating either, he's going to probably have to keep winning the division and then beating the Chiefs. Those are two things that are going to be extremely yeah. difficult to do. And, and I just Buffalo. Buffalo. I, yeah. Right, of course, yeah. Buffalo, too. Got, I think Herbert's going to only yeah. keep improving. You've, you've got
1: all the great young quarterbacks in the league now. Obviously, more are going to come in the next couple of years. But like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I said Doug. young. Well, Aaron Rodgers too. Yeah, but anyway,
2: like like we've been saying, it's very hard to get back, and to get back to get back is one thing, but then to get back and make sure you don't lose again, which is I mean, the Rams just did that. They got
1: back, yeah. But I mean, it took them a few years. We thought like like they would be back immediately. It took like we thought Jared Goff would be their quarterback for the next decade plus, and clearly that was not the case. I mean. Stafford had to come and replace him, and it's very hard to get back to a Super Bowl. I, the only, like dynasty we've seen, like a very long one, has been the Patriots, and they've had the best yeah. player of all time and the best coach of all time. So
0: it is very hard. Uh, also speaking, I don't know if we said that, but also like the Patriots are going to be a factor in this yeah. every single time too. I just I don't think, other than Mahomes, I don't see any of these quarterbacks going back and, like, consistently making it mm-hmm. far in the playoffs. I think we're going to see disappointing losses all the time. I think the AFC is going to be so stacked and so mm-hmm. difficult for the next few years. Uh, and that's that's especially why I thought it was kind of interesting that Brady retired. Because even though, obviously, he's – maybe maybe it's not working as well for him. Like, the NFC is not great. Especially AFC if, has
1: most of the young quarterbacks. I like yeah. think of the top teams in the NFC. Stafford, he's – Thirty-two, I believe. Rodgers, thirty-six. 30. And he's probably the gone. In the NFC for yeah. that much Brady's Murray. gone. Kyler Murray. Russell Wilson, he's in his thirties. Um, I mean, just list it off, like Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray is like the
0: one young guy. guy, but even he he completely choked in the playoffs. Yeah, just and now even there even may
1: be. be some trouble in Arizona. So we haven't even mentioned. I know, obviously, this is kind of a different
3: situation. Sean Watson's still in the AFC, like yeah. Was, I mean, that'll he be he interesting. Has, ridiculous. Yeah talent level out there, kind of the gap between that and the
0: NFC. We needed to win 2019. I don't think the Ravens will, I don't, I honestly, like, if I'm being honest, I don't think Lamar will ever come that close to having a complete roster. I
1: agree, especially because now Lamar's gonna, his contract's gonna be kicking
0: in. Yeah. Uh, I, let's talk, I also kind of wanted to talk about the halftime show, because obviously we're a little bit, um, we're obviously younger, so we don't really, um, we, I didn't, like, grow up listening to these guys. Um, I, I it's knew not a weird thing. I I what? You didn't listen to any of those No, more? like I I knew you those. You didn't songs. grow up listening like I knew like I knew like the in- like into club like I knew that like that that part. I knew like the Snoop Dogg song they they sang. I don't like know those songs well, but I honestly will say like that halftime show was one of the mo- one of my favorite ones just cuz like it was just so entertaining. Like it was so well put together. It was very entertaining. I liked the setup they had. It
2: was simple. They didn't yeah. like, there wasn't a lot of moving parts. Yeah. They kind of kept it Tradition, actually, I wouldn't say traditional because there is no uh, blueprint for a halftime show, but I know
0: what you mean. It wasn't like over the top, right? Like, they
2: kept it simple, they had each performer go individually, and then when Dr. Dre came up at the end and did his thing, they brought everybody up on the roof of the stage. And yeah, like you said, Joan, it's very entertaining, definitely appeals to the like our parents' generation more than uh Gen Z, but. Yeah, nonetheless, like Gen Z knows who those people are. Like
0: I mean, Eminem is still, like, Emin, like everyone knows who yeah, Eminem you don't is. You
3: do have even, my big, only real beef with it is we've been, I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. We've been waiting close to five years now for new music. Everybody was kind of hoping this is going to be the time uh, he was going to debut something new and he's up there performing 10-year-old songs.
0: Well, All Right is a great song. I don't think, I don't, he's going to have one song. I don't think he's going to play a new one because if it doesn't, like, if people don't like it, that's such a waste of the Yeah, but of the either stage. way, I mean... It was disappointing for me. Really?
3: Him. I liked it. I thought... No, I, no, I love the show. Just, I'm saying that one individual I piece, even liked I was Kendrick's telling, part. Because oh, I mean, All Right is one of my favorite No, I agree. Songs. It was great. But I'm saying, I, I was sad that he did not perform any new music. Yeah. But given um what mm. he did play, I think it... Yeah. Obviously, you know, we talked about both of those songs. Well, particularly, um, Mad City's about Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is really cool. I, I really I like, like that they happened. kept to the theme a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what you were talking about, not listening to those dudes growing up. But, um... I. From I thought it was really awesome seeing them up there. You I know, didn't even own a
0: phone. And, I didn't own an iPhone until eighth grade. Like everything I listened to was on the radio. So your parents didn't raise you right then. But, <laughs> Excuse um, me. Wow. <laughs> that was. Wow, Regardless I think I don't all the memes we say that. saw. About yeah. Name God. every single Dr. Dre song. Yeah.
3: Every single one. Yeah. yeah I'm exactly. Sit here and do that, but uh yeah. you know I think it's kind of interesting. He's, he um, just said
2: that he knows them all. He just. Doesn't have <laughs> the time. Yeah, he said he doesn't have the time.
3: no, I think um, I think it's worth noting, Eminem before the uh there's. Yeah. The news going around that he wanted to take a knee in protest. NFL told him, no, don't do that. He still went ahead and did it anyways. I think it's funny because, um, it's
0: like, he, he probably took that, like, them telling him to not do it as if, like, literally, okay. what are okay. you going Gen- to
2: do? <laughs> like, genuinely, do we have, like, definitive proof that that's that- what he was doing? Like, was he just,
3: like, did he just have, like, nowhere else to go? I mean, he was well, just, he like... he could have just stood. I mean, I think it was pretty... Also, do intense, we
0: have definitive proof that, like, the NFL asked him... I don't think him, so. No, like, I'm I- just
3: saying... I, well, I was going to get to the other... There was lyrics, um... About, like, the disliking poli- the police yeah, the police. Kendrick yeah, yeah. Lamar in his song, he kept it blurred out. Dr. Dre did not. He still sang lyrics anyways, which I thought was interesting. I just think it's worth noting, you know, we want to talk about um, NFL is kind of at a crossroads with a lot of different things. Um, yeah, social issues. So, and so. it was it was interesting for me that this these are the performances that they chose, and I think it was really... I think they did a good job with this. But
0: I just think, like... I I, I Honestly, I don't think it'll be that big of a story because of how awesome the, the halftime show was, but I think it's not a great look when there's certain things that the rap, like you're bringing those rappers in because you kind of want an image of like, look, like we want diversity. We want like, but we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to, we we want to censor certain things. But they also, it is a business
3: and they got to know there's a, um, Definitely True. a certain demographic that was not pleased with... The but I just don't...
0: I don't down. even think... Like, people watching the Super Bowl, like, for... I, like, I literally didn't notice Eminem kneeling the first time. Like, I just don't think that... I only noticed because
3: would... I was looking for it because I... Um, you I saw it saying earlier. Time, which is why... It, I mean, I wouldn't have even thought anything about it. Like, Nate's kind of saying it would have just been another thing. But I just was specifically looking forward to take notice.
0: Like, this. I think when... Even when Dr. Dre, like, raps the the lyric about the police in, in like, a... Like, that's just part of the... Like, I don't even think he's even doing that as, like, a real social, like, justice thing. I think it was really just because it's, like, part of the song. Yeah, Yeah, it was just more interesting to me the NFL had chosen Right, to, exactly, um, yeah. Because
3: those are not... When you listen to the typical radio edits of All Right, and I can't remember what Dr. Dre's song it was in, but um, th- those are not blurred out in the song, and the NFL had chosen to... Um, yeah. Since then, whatever. I just think it's interesting, worth noting, that... Um, and it, it was a great halftime show, though. And Absolutely. And easily one of the best we've seen in the past.
0: I yeah, just I think, think the like Super Bowl, fun. or okay, do we? I I don't know if you wanted to say something. Yeah, new. I
2: was just saying. I I think we can all agree. I wish there was more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it seemed like each. Show- it short. seemed yeah, short. Each artist got one or two songs. Well, obviously, Dre got more because he was the main, main guy. Yeah. Snoop Dogg got the opening act. What was uh, the Mary J. Blige? Mary J. Blige only got one. No, I, I think believe- I think she did do two. She like
0: she like transitioned
2: two in like a short. Okay, period. Kendrick-, Kendrick
0: Lamar did one. Too his yeah, the yeah. first one the, no 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 his was actually like one because the first okay, yeah. the first one was literally like three like seconds regardless yeah.
2: like I think we're so used to seeing like the main act get
0: multiple like, songs.
2: like seven or eight songs in and then when and then they turn in fifty artists, cent also yeah also I th- sick which was awesome it was, was up, awesome it, but that also made it seem it was sick because but they, they had six, that six artists was an, yeah that was an extra minute and a half that didn't go to another artist so honestly I think but I think it worked it did work I
1: would have liked to see Listening to Slim Shady. I thought that I really wanted Eminem nice to do another song. They in. need
2: to put Bruno Mars in every halftime show. Yeah,
3: this is, but this is a mod. I mean, you've kind of seen it. Off I remember top. when it, I was but, younger, it used to be like one artist kind of head mod, but now yeah. over the years, they've kind of, ever since, um, might have been so many before, but Coldplay, Coldplay and Beyonce yeah. were together, and they've kind of started splitting it up. It I also really love the um,
0: Coldplay
2: one. Like, like Adam had and Travis. See, Scott. I, it's like an
3: atmosphere thing for me. Like I'm so used to watching the Super Bowl like when it's played at night for whatever reason, and that one was in, when like, it was in the day. day. It was kind of weird. That was That's strange, to me. That was, strange I, to me. But it was
0: it was in kind of yeah, daylight in Los Angeles too. Next year well, it's in, in Arizona. Arizona really. so it's gonna
1: it's it gonna be very similar situation next year. It just does, I mean it doesn't come. And to then It doesn't
0: hit the same when it's not in pure darkness and there's spotlights. That was the
3: um or excuse me. Was it in Candlestick? Was it in the new San Francisco? Levi, whatever it was, it was Levi. Yeah, it. I remember it was... that one's outside compared to where SoFi is kind of built indoors. It compared. was a little different. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. It, next year is
2: Arizona; they which might have mean? the roof closed. Then the following year is Las is Las Vegas; they'll probably have the roof closed. Yeah. But both of those are West Coast as
1: well, so it'll probably be light during the game. Yeah, well, because they yesterday. don't want to like go to an East Coast after really. Super Bowl forty eight when it was like twenty five degrees. Yeah, and also like they don't like. Back it to like snow or like be freezing. Yeah, a... Like I they, think... they really want to
0: keep it like on the west. much yeah, but Coast you can keep, You possible. can like keep it south. Like Miami's a great place. Actually, Miami sometimes is like. I think to, event- yeah. I think eventually, when Washington
2: builds their new stadium, if they when if, no when
1: okay. They you can-
2: really think that's a. I think it is because I think they need to they're new gonna owner they're, first. think about it, they're gonna make it a like retractable roof. Like they would be stupid not to. Well, I mean if you, Bezos no, buys it, no he disrespect. might just make yeah, it like, will, come out of the grass. Again, so, the while their owner time, is still they'll, there. They'll, okay, Dan point. Snyder won't be the owner for that much longer, I hope at least I hope. But uh I I still regardless of who the owner is and who the who makes the decision on what the stadium would would look like, I think they would make add the element of the retractable dome and do it.
0: I have a, I have a, so Washington might be a possible I have a scenario for you. If you have to choose, if I were to say that the Washington Commanders, either you get to choose between in the next three years, they either fired, Dan Snyder is gone, or there's a guaranteed conference championship in the next three years, which are, what are you picking? A guaranteed? No, no, cha- no shot that they win it. Or when they make the conference championship. I do this.
2: Or fire Dan Snyder with them. So I got to pick one.
0: Yeah, and also you get the the awesome new stadium too. With the firing of Snyder. Yeah.
3: So this is really do you want to see kind of success in the next three years or do you want your kids to be able to see success?
2: In all honesty, Whoa, if you want, in all kids. honesty, I'd rather see them get rid of Dan Snyder. There you yeah. go. Seems I, like I, I in all that that line, shows you how bad it, the ownership is. Because think about it, once you get rid of them, people actually start respecting our franchise somewhat. little least more I, I bit think that more. The people that were going away because of Snyder will start to come back and realize Would that, it be Bezos? That's I, that's I, all I, I hear. I doubt
3: it. it.
0: Really,
2: um, I hope yeah. not purely
3: because I want him to buy an NBA team and move him back to Seattle. But that's a completely different. That topic just doesn't seem day. like something he would do. Uh, he wants to buy an NFL team. Then, I thought. Then I saw ha- him. Then
2: why hasn't he come out and saying I'm buying the Denver Broncos?
3: I guess it's they're true. All for sale weird, right now. That's a weird look. I mean, you gotta have somewhere kind of yeah. relevant. Would you rather buy Denver or Washington?
2: They, I think he like, might I mean, want Washington if
1: he buys yeah. Washington and moves him to like DC.
0: Like, I think he wants to do that. I think he wants yeah, to build a new stadium. Really I think
1: the stadium
2: will be in D.C. if Snyder is gone. Which is um, what it is. If Snyder stays, it's going to be in Virginia. If Snyder leaves, it'll be in D.C. Either way, it should not be in Landover, Maryland. That is one thing we can all Wait, agree Wait, Snyder
0: on. wants to move it? The
2: lease for FedEx Field runs out in 2027. Which, we, which like leaves not. you a five year window. Problem is, if they need to decide this owner thing right now. Wait, five year window till what? So the, till the, the lease free. runs out of FedEx Field. Oh, you're talking about until. I think it's so after they, that. And okay. it takes no, like, it like. It took them like five years to build SoFi. So they need to like come up with. Five the, years? Yeah. I think it was like it was four, four or five. Four or three. And then if there's like a delay. Yeah. Like, which there obviously will. There's right. no way they can build like, So those. they need to. They're We're not Because I guarantee you. Uh, whoever runs the stadium lease, they're not gonna extend it by one year, for FedEx fields. So they need to b- have a new stadium built in twenty twenty seven, regardless of where it is. So they need to like crack down on this asap. Uh,
0: the funny thing is, I- I'll say quickly. Like, it's very interesting because I'm from Chicago, right? And the Bears just bought a um, uh, Arlington racetrack. I don't know if you guys probably don't know, but um, Arlington is like a suburb north of Chicago. Like I'm closer to Arlington than I am to um uh to like the downtown downtown Chicago. It's just very interesting because, like that would be a very game changing decision if they decided to move the stadium to um if they decided to move the stadium to like the northern suburbs because like it's definitely a change and like the...
1: I I feel like that'd be of like the Warriors of the NBA how they moved from the, Yeah, where did they, they move they moved from I want to say they moved from Oakland, Oakland to San Francisco Yeah, exactly. but
0: it's just like it's really interesting because when you get to that racetrack like I've been right next to it you it's literally you're driving through neighborhoods on a, a two-lane like road so two lanes on both sides and then you just like I can't envision there being like an NFL stadium there because there's literally like a house right next to it so they'd have to do like a ton of stuff for that Washington could always go the Arizona Coyotes route and come play at uh maryland um whatever we true call it, maryland stadium oh, yeah. for five years whatever it is true. for the new stadium imagine yeah. that that'd be so funny yeah because arizona's yeah, like, like what the vikings did those Arizona. yeah those yeah, they, two years they, they
3: played at the university of minnesota stadium well both los angeles teams or was it just the rams it might have just been the rams i feel like it was both though no no, no, no the rams, they played at the, the chargers coliseum. played at the soccer stadium yeah because yeah. the
0: coliseum didn't want the chargers because they didn't have enough <laughs> fans I, I, wa- back on was a smart decision I watched Ravens-Rams that Monday night football game where we absolutely killed them in the Coliseum. That was literally one of the best games. That was right. so much fun. Yeah, that and um, the Chiefs game. So let's do a little, um, before we end the show, obviously it's going to be a little bit shorter because we just have the Super Bowl to talk about, but I think that was pretty good. We actually covered, I, did we cover everything really? I mean, Aaron Donald possibly the com- retiring.
1: The commercials were not. Oh, here. right.
0: What do we, I thought the QR code one I was I couldn't smart. care less about the commercials, honestly. Really? They're a big hater. It's
1: just a
2: pointless thing, like, like we said, they decline every year. Like when you pay so much ad, so much ad money to then put like a just a QR code up there for two minutes, and then. I, oh they, wait! That was one of the most successful ones, though. I know, like, but like, just like the fact that we had to sit through that, and then we all know, like, oh wait, we're waiting for the QR code to hit the corner because it's like the DVD
1: thing.
0: Yeah. It was just like, I didn't like that at all. lot. I think
1: that commercials have
0: gone downhill pretty... <laughs> I think, I was saying this before, I don't remember if I was saying this to you guys during the game, but it's like, I think the reason why the commercials in our heads have gone down is because it's become more and more of like a thing mm-hmm. about the Super Bowl that the commercials are like the best part, when in reality it's like they're commercials. It's not like you're going to sit there and see like yeah. a right. masterpiece being also created. Like, Usually they're just like cameos from like good, like, popular actors mm-hmm. in, like, a Yeah, like, I mean, commercial. I was
1: talking to my dad about this. Like, he mentioned how, like, in the past, it's like when a celebrity, like, makes a camera, It's was like, oh my god, like, that's such a cool thing because, like, most commercials didn't have that. Now, yeah, it's like, every commercial has a celebrity right. in it. So and usually not, they have, like, multiple. Yeah, people. so it doesn't seem, like, as cool or whatnot. Like, right. I the bowling one, I forgot what it was for, but the woman at the bowling alley with Jimmy Butler, Alex Morgan, Serena Williams, yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah, like, that that one was good. That was Steve that Bush was one man, of my man. favorite. Right, but it's like, and then the NFL one, which uh, the NFL one was pretty good. Right.
3: But which it was is weird that that one's yeah. kind of funny.
1: They didn't add for the NFL. It's like the Rob yeah, but,
3: wearing the NFL hat yeah. to the game. And It's <laughs> and crazy how like that, that
0: arguably is the best commercial. Mm. But it's also well, actually, you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of I think they did it because the other one that was so popular was the NFL one hundred. Yeah. Um or was it, was it? the one where they're at the awards ceremony yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like that's actually probably yeah. my favorite commercial that we've had in like the last also because they it featured because like Ed Reed was in it yeah. I just really like Ed Reed sorry that's uh, like I also like it because Lamar threw an absolute dime to Devante Adams
1: oh mm-hmm. in the, and the, and the in Chase
2: Young's knee was magically healed
1: <laughs> and Chase Young absolutely missed Lamar Jackson and went straight into the wall that was pretty funny yeah,
0: yeah. oh that's right we were roasting you yeah. about that in the, <laughs> during the thing that, yeah that was probably my favorite commercial uh, so that's all we have about the Super Bowl. It was very oh, exciting. Quick shout out to Cooper Cup, MVP.
2: Yes, yeah. well deserved. Arguably Always best receiving, receiving receiver season ever. Probably
0: was. Argu- Considering everything he did in the playoffs and in the Super and Bowl. that gets the MVP, I'd ar- say that's the best ar- wide ar- receiver season Arguably, of
1: all time. if we're talking about strictly valuable, could have been the most valuable
0: player easily in the NFL. I think it's, it's so disappointing when you look back in the season and it's like we gave the best award of the season to a guy who, like, went out in the first round. Like, I know I know you're not supposed to take the playoffs into account, but why don't we do that? Like why? Well, even at his position, he Aaron Rodgers was not the best quarterback. The, the problem is... And it's, Cooper it's, Cup was by far the most valuable it's wide not, receiver. Mm-hmm.
1: The award is not most valuable. It's... Best. who put up the most but even it's, still the stat. It's, Aaron
0: Rodgers did, wasn't the best I don't know it's That's the, the stat standard. it's who put up the best stats I just really think you should like look at it and it's like you have to give it to the guy who the least people argue about and sh- like sure there'll be like some analytics people that are like well there's no abs- there's absolutely no way that a wide receiver is as valuable to this team as a quarterback but if everyone we, if we gave we the award to Cooper Cup, no one would be like, oh, my God, that's like No, it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. He was really awesome this year for his team, and they're in the Super Bowl, so it's like, Mm -hmm. I kind of, it's because of If we're talking about strictly value, I'd
1: put Cup and Burrow as the top
0: two. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because, like, their teams don't make it anywhere close. And, I mean, sure, maybe the Packers don't, like, do much, but they had the MVP and the one seed, and they lost in the first round. Especially when the Rams lost Robert Woods. Yeah, I think I really think they should take the playoffs and that count in those awards. So let's do a quick. Um, let's just do a quick uh, recap of the season. We'll do this more in depth probably later in our other episodes. We'll just probably do like some recapping um, segments and stuff like that. But uh, I thought at first we should probably just do some of the biggest um, uh, surprises and disappointments. And even though we just talked about them for like thirty minutes, I think
1: Obviously the, the Bengals, Bengals were like yeah. the
0: number one surprise uh i and you should also just give credit to the fact that like even though even though the rams were kind of like seen as this super bowl favorite the fact that they delivered completely and did exactly what they needed to do in um their only year of real like contention is also very impressive but yeah the bengals i will always say this they were projected five wins this year and they made it to the super bowl that is an incredible achievement
2: absolutely another team that i think we have to talk about is las vegas you know, Yeah. know we we mentioned it, we've mentioned it before, right? All the things Big they've Versace gone areas. through. Big Versace fans over here at the Dirty Turtles pod. Uh, yeah, just everything they went through. I, that's really all you can say. And then to get to the double-digit wins, get to the playoffs, lose to the eventual AFC champions. For everything that went down this year, I think that's about as successful as it could have been.
0: Yeah, Derek Carr had a throw in the end zone against the Bengals who made it all the way to the Super Bowl. and I, like The Raiders were always this team that you could never count out. I, like, really want to give a huge shout-out to Derek Carr, who I think I – he didn't play the best at times. Honestly, had – t- like, at some point he was, like, almost a guaranteed pro bowler early in the season, and then he kind of, like, blew it a little bit. But I think through that much adversity that he just would manage to handle everything so well. Same with Basaccia. Like, I've – I've, like – I always just keep coming back to the Raiders. It's just this incredible team to have followed that they managed to get through so much. Um, I'm honestly a little disappointed that it's Josh McDaniels that's the – the coach now, because I just don't think he fits the kind of like energy that was flowing there, I think they needed a real passionate like football guy, not like a you know advertised like offensive genius. I just don't think that was the right hire, but hopefully he does well because i am really the Dan Campbell type yeah, exactly or like I mean I can't really think of guys at the top of my head, but like you can probably find like I think if, they, to an extent is a well, players i mean coach. Might be like they can't have McVeigh. So. We yeah, just so yeah, we look at Washington. Yeah, look at Washington's current
1: coaches. staff. You'll find
0: some. Yeah, just get some here. assistant coach from Washington, and they'll. probably... Yeah,
1: I I think those were the two biggest surprises. I would say. I mean. We want to talk about disappointments. Yeah, I think, I think the Ravens were disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. Every, every one no question. Yeah. even like and also the Browns. I think like yeah, but like I I don't I don't know about you, Jonas, but I came in like with super high expectations for the Ravens. Like no. even when they lost Dobbins, like. I still thought they had a very good shot of making to the Super Bowl, but then they lost Peter. I know Nate, you were harping this all year. They they got lucky in a bunch of their games. They easily could have been much worse
0: than they much worse. Significantly. significantly, They also got unlucky and could have been better. I think at the beginning
2: of the year you could tell the Ravens were just not gonna even like regardless of all the injuries, the way this beginning of the season went, they Lose to the Raiders week one. The Chiefs they barely like. I'll give it to you. You won the game, but you barely beat them. And then you b- barely like by the bounce of a football on a crossbar beat the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And then like so, the beginning and, of the year was tumultuous for obvious reasons, injuries, and and all it's of still that. crazy because they were the number
1: one seed in yeah. the AFC. That also just
0: because they were, and then they. They
1: just could not win in the division. Yeah,
0: it, that, that was tough. The injuries did pile on. I, I still think Lamar did not play well. Like, honestly, what... I, I, he,
1: like, the first half
0: of the year, yeah, he, he played he was, well. And then
1: he and started to go down more, and then the yeah. injury,
0: and then... It, it was tough. Uh, I The defense was really so disappointing. Especially the way the cornerbacks played. Like, I know yeah. we, we were... It was advertised that it was a deep class, and... Or a deep group, and the the depth did not play well. And honestly, even Marlon didn't really play that well this year. I was expecting a bit big sophomore jump from Patrick Queen. He played well, but at times, you know, but he, he was inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't become Darius Leonard, which is kind of like what you would expect out of a high middle yeah. linebacker or even draft. Pick. Jordan Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Brooks at times is yeah. he's actually played pretty well this year. Right? He's I don't know statistically he, he piles up the stats. But. Yeah. Well, I wish. Like, speaking doesn't. of disappointments, there,
1: sorry, just one last. <laughs> I kind of want to say one thing too, but yeah. One can. last note is, I mean, the real only two players that were not disappointed were Mark Andrews and Adafi Oa. Yeah, everything like, surprisingly good, honestly. I think yeah. everyone else. I think Bateman played well too. I just think yeah. he didn't get the ball, and Tyler Huntley Hollywood it. again struggled with the drops. That's becoming yeah. a serious issue. I mean, like for first year, it's like okay, like. First year in the NFL, maybe like rookie, rookie, rookie jitters or whatever. But then second year, like you could clearly see he struggled to catch the
0: ball. And the Lions game was especially like yeah. that was he dropped crazy. three
1: touchdowns in that game.
0: Uh, one thing I will say, Nate, I know you're gonna talk about like the OA thing and how it like could have gone the other way. I as disappointing as the season was, like the fact that I was there and like we. Finally, did it like we beat the Chiefs after it would have been the third time that we had lost them in a row. Like I'll that moment I'll never lose because I remember just being like so happy that that had happened. Like I remember just the stadium, like the energy and like that's like a sports memory you won't like ever forget. And as bad as the season has been, like the fact that Lamar did that for us, and there were other like great moments too. Like I just think it's crazy that it happened th- this year, yeah. of all years.
2: Like no, it didn't happen in twenty nineteen. No, it didn't happen in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty one, when you guys didn't even make it above five hundred, yeah. you beat the
0: Chiefs, regardless of whether it was week and two. And truly or did not. in a lot of ways outplayed the Chiefs. Like they kind of got lucky with an inner like Sammy Watkins yeah, like, falls down entirely. tired. Pick six on like the first play of the game. Yeah, uh, I, I I it was. Bl- bl- That's blurry. A crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy blurry
2: now. But look, like looking back, I gotta give it to you. Like I obviously I said the whole time, like oh if. Clyde, I was hilarious fumble. The Chiefs win yeah. that game, which is,
1: which is true, but I can't take away, yeah, like, away from you guys. Yeah, football games are so, made of
0: moments, and that Lamar was Lamar I mean,
1: definitely showed that he can come back in the second half. That, that was another down. narrative that he yeah, like, I, I think, erased. Yeah. So I think if there's one positive takeaway from the season, it's that Lamar showed that he can come back from a deficit in the fourth quarter, and doing so against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, no less.
0: Now, don't want to throw you under the bus, but one of the disappointments, I would say, was that Washington... Defensive one. Yeah, yeah that was something that was un, like unbelievable. I think they were like average being like, the second defense taken in fantasy football, and at one point, they were literally the worst defense, I think, is that is Yeah, that, they were
2: pretty much bottom of the league for a majority of the year. They started turning it on late, probably around like week 10. Yeah. After the bye week, they turned a the corner a little bit, but... A little too late. It, it was just, I feel like there was no cohesion, you know? Like, the secondary wasn't playing well because the defensive line wasn't getting pressure, so the secondary was looking bad because they couldn't cover as long. Linebackers were already weak at linebacker. Uh, Jamin Davis was not adver- what he was advertised coming out of the draft. He struggled mightily Linebackers are tough, from man. the middle linebacker position. He'll be probably much better on the outside next year. Yeah, you were right. Like Jonathan Allen was really the only mainstay on that defensive line. Deron Payne showed flashes this year. Montez Sweat, of course, showed flashes flashes. Chase Young. I'm not gonna get into that a whole lot. I mean he was it's still tough, getting he yeah. was still getting double teamed every single play. Um didn't put up the sack numbers, then he
0: gets hurt. Um I think I think he but, honestly did I don't think it's that he played bad. It was just, right. it's just unlucky. It, he's getting like the respect he
2: deserves, but like the the whole narrative is like oh he had one and a half sacks in ten games he, and then he tore his ACL It's like, a horrible year like he also came Washington in definitely him. should have drafted Justin Herbert yeah. if you were doing a redraft he came in with such a redraft, high expectations redrafting is like the stupidest thing I ever. hate that I actually yeah. hate like that like
0: like oh yeah
2: looking back it's on it so now five years now. later yeah. here's what they should have done no Joe Justin Herbert would not have been as successful
0: in Washington that as he pick, would be in Los Angeles that pick if Pete like. So many draft analysts were saying that, like, oh, you know, like yeah, could, maybe could you, Chase Young over could Joe you Burrow.
2: Imagine the scrutiny yeah. he would have faced if we took Justin Herbert. And I don't, Chase Justin Young. Herber, I don't think Justin Herbert.
0: I don't think Justin Herbert would have been that successful in Washington exactly. because he they didn't have, have the been, structure of,
2: there. the dysfunctional franchise. So I, I just
0: think like the Chargers were such an awesome like yeah. offense minus yeah. a quarterback. The, so the, the
2: defensive unit as a whole was a disappointment. The team success, I was expecting that.
0: Yeah. And Taylor Heineke at times is like that's I don't. An, that's don't,
2: another thing. Your starting quarterback yeah. goes down in the second quarter of the season.
0: It it is really interesting to like look back. Washington was were they favored to win that division? Like, yes, they were. It it's crazy or looking back. They were definitely favored to get second at least, if I, not first. It was it was advertised as maybe the best defense um, in the league, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick comes into it, exciting young offense with Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel like there was a lot of potential there. Curtis Samuel got like 5 catches all year. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. I I nah, you seem actually kind of disappointed now so. Uh look, look. I'm always disappointed with them. Well our, all our teams were like really bad this yeah. year so. Uh, uh Duncan, I guess you can also just kind of go into what yeah, I'll with.
3: say I picked us to finish fourth at the start of the year, Grant. I thought that was going to be You're such a seven. pessimist,
0: I've noticed, just well, in general. Well, true. Years.
3: But, I, I mean, I I could see how good our division was going to be. I thought we were going to take a step back. I thought we were going to be 11-6, and 10-7, still get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. As the fourth team in the division, honestly, but I didn't expect. We were really, in a lot of the ways, the reverse, y'all. Like, I, the Minnesota and Tennessee games really early on, we kind of just choked away. Mm-hmm. um if Russell Wilson doesn't go down, I feel like we win at least a couple of those three games that he's out instead of just the one. You know, then at that point, we're talking about a playoff team. Kind of towards the end, the team had lost a lot of the uh, steam and – not steam, like vigor and drive. So it was kind of disappointing. But uh, we we had our chances. I don't think we did enough last offseason to improve. Obviously, you know, we saw what the Rams did. We saw what the Cardinals did. Um it was just kind of disappointing for me. Even from the get go, I was disappointed in the way that we had handled the off because I didn't feel like we did enough to address our needs. Uh, I thought we were gonna be better than we were, obviously, but uh, especially now, kind of that Jamal Adams trade. I don't. I I love Jamal Adams. I really don't. So I'm kind of biased. I don't. I don't think it's as bad as a trade as everybody else seems to think it is, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really trust PK three, with the top ten pick. Right, but, but
0: three first rounders is just like that's. It was just two. Oh, it was too. Th- I yeah. still think that's a lot. I'm sorry. Like I, I but when you look at like our first round pick is essentially Jamal
3: Adams, who y'all can joke, but is yeah, he's, he's good. Been, Pretty clearly a top ten, top fifteen safety in the league. You're not getting that, especially with Carroll and John Schneider drafting. You're not getting that same security with what we thought was going to be a late twenties. Obviously, this season did not go how it was supposed to, but I, I don't, I don't blame them for trying to make a Rams-esque move to make that next league. I
2: mean, think about it. Jamal Adams, value-wise, is better than anybody you would have gotten with the 10th pick exactly. in the draft. So, theoretically, it works. But then I, like, it, another they, one is like... like, th- like te- it technically works out this year because what if even if you draft Derek Stingley at 10... Which I would have loved. I love Derek Stingley. Um, I think that would have great. They, like, yeah, I still think, as of right now, Jamal Adams is the better player.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who last year was. Ten, I'm Talking about at twenty seven or whatever pick we sent in.
0: Oh, um. it's the yeah, end? It like, I, I mean, the fact was like Bateman even know. territory. Nah, Bateman was a little earlier. It was oh, not nah, Bateman. I'll was, was like twenty. No, actually, maybe it was yeah. kind of Bateman-ish. It was around there.
2: Um, uh, Oa went in there. Joe it was Tyron like went in there. By way, I don't think I try any of
1: those players over what we have now. Try was, was at twenty seven. Whatever Bateman. That was exact. Name. Bateman was twenty-seven. Greg Newsom it. was twenty-six. Greg Newsome. was a great. And pick. Eric Stokes was twenty-nine. This is so. Ground. I guess you could
0: have gotten Stokes, which I don't know. He played pretty decent.
1: Javon game. Holland was thirty-six. Yeah, but that wasn't. We I don't think I you thinking. would have taken Javon Holland. Now they
2: might well. have. I mean, they have had the history of taking. Okay, so those was actually second-round guys late in the first, like L.J. Collier. and Did the Jets make a trade? I'm trying
1: to figure this out. What happened? Well, the Jets pick. Oh, no, that's...
2: I, nice. think yeah, I, th- I, hear- I think the Jets did make a trade, if I remember. Yeah. I think they traded with Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because it so would have been... been-
1: would it have been
3: Stokes? Yeah. They yeah, probably Stokes. Stokes. That's, I'm not losing sleep over Eric Stokes and potentially...
0: Yeah. Well, here's... Here for- if I was... Uh, obviously, I don't want to be a man. I'm not, like, a general manager, but here's the thing. And I kind of want the same thing for the Ravens, but the difference is, like, we're in more of, like, a win-now situation, whereas... The Seahawks g- going into this off season are probably the worst team in their division, which is kind of tough Pretty to look safe at. To say. Yeah, I think honestly, like I would probably clean house. Honestly, I feel like get get rid of Russell Wilson. Like as the defense as, is, has no core. As long as Pete Carroll's there, you can't trade. Yeah, Russell yeah cl- Wilson, get rid he's of. He's going to Pete Carroll's going to
3: screw up whatever picks we end up getting. Well, so. get
0: get rid of P- get rid of Pete Carroll. Get rid of honestly, maybe the general manager and go back to the defense. Like it, like the reason why your community loves your team is because this was like the. Um, City of... What was it? Legion of Boom. Boom. Like, it was... Greatest defense
1: of all time. Oh, no. No, (laughs) That is bold.
0: That is factually incorrect. Do you think it's 85 Bears? 85 Bears, 2,000 Ravens
1: Ravens are the top two defenses Mm -hmm. in history. I'll agree with you on 85. You cannot Whoa. You cannot tell me the two thousand Ravens did not have one of the best defenses of all time. I mean you did, but it was I think
2: Se- Legion of Seattle. Boom twenty thirteen Seattle's definitely up there. But it is not top to five of that. I they are not number one. No.
0: An an argument for a different day. But you know what I mean, right? Like it, it no, shouldn't the Seattle I, I Seahawks shouldn't, shouldn't be like, I've like been
3: saying that since twenty eighteen. Yeah. It's been time to we haven't made any significant changes and honestly I'm okay with what we're doing now. Last season it was kinda of disappointing just to the way things ended. This year I mean, they've kind of made it. I'm apathetic, honestly, at this point. They're just gonna keep running it back, and so either Russ gets, Russ decides he wants out, or Pete Carroll retires. Hopefully,
2: Please tell out. me he wants out. Make that man a commander. We can talk. I
3: don't think
0: I don't. I don't think, I don't think you. This your problem. I yeah. I don't think you want Russell Wilson because you're not in a position like Russell Wilson is like. The perfect situation where you would bring Russell Wilson is, is if, like, you're the Rams, which is what happened. Like, okay. you need to bring in a veteran I guy. A... T- why not bring him in? Why not?
2: We have literally... We literally need... I don't even care if you want to say, oh, we're not a quarterback What would away. you feel Okay, we need a on. quarterback. Well, I guess that's I true. That's fair enough. But, we, but it's just we like... you can't you're... go with, like, a bridge guy and then a rookie. We literally... This roster can only be... Like, the defensive talent we have can literally only last so long. Chase Young on a rookie deal... Terry McLaurin on a rookie deal.
0: True, you win a few After, games, you bring they'll, they'll like will get
2: extended this offseason. Actually,
0: but. I will say this: you bring Russell Wilson, and you obviously win way more games. May, you become more of a winning franchise. Maybe Dan Snyder goes. Maybe then you like bring in a young quarterback that Russell Wilson like develops or something like that. Sure, like I understand that if you want to win, you should. Yeah, the goal should always be to win games. So I actually kind of that's that's
2: like saying last year the Rams. Oh, let's draft. Uh, Mac Jones or something. I I would I, I would for
3: Matthew Stafford. That yeah, that
2: doesn't make sense. To be any fair, sense.
0: Were like literally traded. a quarterback away though. Like well, that's So what difference. would
3: you feel comfortable? Because like really, let's get from y'all. i want like I know this is a lot, but we don't really have any reason to trade him. I want like three first rounders and like one of the studs on y'all's defensive line. No, not we. I'll, can't one I'll one
2: give one you all. I'll give you three.
3: Jamin Davis, take Jamin
2: Davis. No, I'll give you three first Matt Ionitis or Daron Payne. I
3: don't
0: want Ionitis. I don't. Terry. I don't don't take Terry. I think that's it. They okay. Wouldn't,
3: Washington wouldn't give that up because then it, that's, that's the thing. Like, singles, like
2: even we can trade one of those guys, and I wouldn't even like blink because we also have Tim Settle, who would start on literally any other team in the I, league. I, I, uh,
3: what position is he, he, on he play on y'all's roster? What, play. what, they what position play. does he play?
2: Defensive tackle. Okay. Yeah, get so a get a pokey,
0: We'd need a lot. From, yeah, for know, Russ, maybe. like that. Yeah, you need a lot. Mainly because we I'd, kind of I'd have leverage.
1: I'd easily stuff. do that. Are you like I'd easily uh, do that? I think Seattle would do that honestly in a heartbeat.
0: I think yeah, Seattle probably. What's I get think, the think you're overrating
1: round. a quarterback that is good. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's thirty. It. No, thirty three years old next year. He's showing showing signs he wants out. They're not winning with him now. I think they're
0: not. They're not going to win a super. I Bowl think with three him, no.
1: first and Matt Ionitis would Seattle would take that in a heartbeat. I think we probably would, but quite for frankly, I don't know that we would
2: Allen want in there just for fun.
3: We'd want. I mean, realistically, he's has a no trade clause. Obviously, I frankly, I don't know that he'd waive his no trade clause for Washington. But um, we don't have any real reason to, especially if we're just gonna decide to keep running it back. There's no reason. Pete Carroll's old. He don't want to take over rebuild. But, um, they're just not the team they were. Like, it it, it just makes no sense to Which is funny because on paper we basically are, but it's just not clicking in the same way. Well, you don't have like Pam Chancellor and Richard Sherman. Like, we're essentially a different team, which is kind of, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, crazy that we've maintained the success, like, basically switching out everybody on defense over the past four years. Yeah. It's like this is, it's kind of, you have to split it up into two areas from that post second Super Bowl to now. And from that post-second Super Bowl, we're basically the same team. But it's just not clicking the same way. Dude. Yeah. Except you don't have, like, two all-pro-level safeties. They put, on like, one more year after that. So I'm saying... I, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Yeah. After that.
0: All right. Uh, that is it. We somehow still managed to make this episode an hour. So we're, just, yeah, we're very impressive in, in that sense, I guess. Sorry, Nate, that we talked about the ads for so long. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening. We're going to have some... Um, uh, wider content in terms of covering other sports for the next few weeks. But the NFL is always king, so it'll probably still dominate yeah, all it, our it headlines.
2: It, once free agency starts back up, we're back. Baby. Yeah. The 17, no, 17 is the teams can re-sign
3: their own players.
2: So maybe this the will tam- turn it-
0: The tampering period is one month from today. Wow. And w- especially with the Deshaun Watson. And that Watson. lasts for 48 hours. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, but, a lot and, of like, You can though. make
2: trades Rogers, yeah. until then. They just don't become
0: official. Adam Schefter is going to go crazy. Uh, It'll also be interesting to see Nate try to, like, analyze basketball. We're going to try to get you a lot. All right. uh, Thank you so much for listening. We will be back very soon. Until then, uh, stay tuned.